Hello 49ers fans! Welcome to Talking Touchdowns. This is Tracy, 49ers fangirl, as always joined by SoCali Steph. Hi Steph! Hi Tracy, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm a little shocked and surprised over the football game last night. It was fun to watch as a fan, um, not to quote Jed York, but it was a really <laughs> fun game. It was a um, fun win. It really was a fun win. He would be right on this one. And, you know, it was it, it was interesting. I think the defense were really good stars, and it was exciting from, you know, a fan standpoint. At the same time, it wasn't like the best football game I've ever seen. And um, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but it was exciting. It was fun. Well, and I think, as as you mentioned before the podcast, we do have a number of positives to talk about. I think, you know, last year, we all saw the 49ers win in week one, and we were so excited, and then it all came crashing down quickly. But um, I believe this year, there are actually more positives to take away from this game than last year's Monday night game. It'd be, interest- well, it'd be interesting to see if those positives translate to productiveness on the field and wins. But there are some positives to see. So I think you brought up the defense. Let's start with the defense because that was a huge positive. Top to bottom, everybody looked great. The Niners defense played the run well. I think that the front was able to really bring the pressure with the 3-4 linemen. Mm -hmm. And I noticed they did that a number of times. They put eight guys in the box and they were able to stop St. Louis. I mean... LA. <laughs> That'll take yeah. some getting used to. <laughs> you know, their run. So I think it was really exciting to see that. And I think the secondary was, we didn't get to, they didn't need to step up so much. And they were, they had a little bit of uh, pressure eased off of them finally. Um, and, but when it did get to the secondary, we saw, you know, Brock batted away a lot of, um, you know, could have been completion. So mm-hmm. I think that he had a lot of leverage inside. And, you know, I think that there was little chance that they, they were even going to make a completion with the way the defense was playing. So it was really exciting. It was. And I thought Jimmy Ward actually really started to look like the player that we've all been wanting him to be. He just, he was everywhere. Joukowsky Tart, of course, just mm-hmm. continued his upward climb towards greatness. Um, and you mentioned Tremaine Brock, who was the highest-rated defensive player of the night on the 49ers. He only allowed three catches for 16 yards. He was targeted eight times. I mean, he had a great, great night. This was a really good night for the secondary, as you said, for uh, up front. It was a good night. Sorry, I'm sighing because I'm just surprised. Um, <laughs> um, the Bowman interception, the Ray Ray interception. And, I mean, they made the Rams look just horrible. The Rams offense may be just horrible, as we'll come to see in the weeks to come. Uh, but they made them look ridiculous. I mean, Case Keenum looked like, I mean, I don't know how he won the job. I kept thinking, how bad was Jared Goff? Um, so, and to go to third. I mean, he's not, there's someone, there's a guy in between the two of them. Um, so I, I think the defense was a really big, bright spot. And it just kind of reminds me a little bit of the 49ers of, a few years ago, strong, strong defense and good running game. Uh, so, granted, it was against the Rams, but there were, I think that was a big, uh, bright spot. And this defensive unit seems to really be coming together. I'm very curious Sunday to see how they do in Carolina. Obviously, that's a much tougher team. But remember last year, they would be great at home and just terrible on the road. And I, I'm hoping that has worked itself out. 
Yeah, I think it speaks to a lot of it's um, the coaching too. I mean, the fact that, you know, these guys were the same guys that played last year, a lot of them. And I think it really shows that um, they're able to come together as a cohesive unit and play, you know, their game. And I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I'm not a clairvoyant, but, you know, like you said, it, it, it was it was good to see, you know, some direction and mm-hmm. a clear direction that you can see how the team is, you know, being led. And I think that that was good. Yes, because last year there was no direction. Um, but we're talking, I mean, you are talking about apples and oranges in a coaching staff and it's not to dump on Tom Sula and his staff, but you had a person who had no business being in that position. Um, and it showed yeah, and now, absolutely. you know, you have a, co- a real, real live football coach with a real live staff. Um, and it, and it definitely showed last night. Um, so that was very exciting on the offensive side of the ball. Um, obviously Carlos Hyde had another great Monday night. I kind of wish the 49ers could always play Monday night football, the 720 start, because that seems to be Carlos Hyde's best, best night. Um, but even more importantly than that, he came out of the game healthy and for Hyde, that is huge. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was. And I think that Hyde, you know, he, you know, he's a monster when he needs to. And I think that he needs, you know, he needs to watch how he runs the ball to keep, healthy however I think that he finally had some really good run blocks um by the tight ends by Mm -hmm. the offensive line they created gaps for him they were able to you know use different option routes that you know made players like curly a factor so it was exciting to see I mean even Gabbert (laughs) his runs I mean it it was kind of exciting to see again um, for a couple of reasons. You know, you could see him making his first and second reads, but when he didn't see it, he tucked the ball down and was able to get eight or nine yards each time. And I think there's something to be said, you know, for that. He didn't try to force it. And I think we saw that a lot last year. So it was good to see that him kind of evolve a little bit. And it's also good that if they're not afraid to let the quarterback run, we have an even better running quarterback, you know, that, mm-hmm. you know, I think it kind of is interesting. I'm not saying that, that you know, I'm calling the next quarterback or that Gabbard's not going to do well, but I think it's interesting to see that they're not afraid to let the quarterback run, and I like that, finally. No, they're definitely not, and it'll be interesting to see. I think, you know, Chip has said in the preseason they aren't going to do this. However, it will be interesting to see, will there be games where they bring Kaepernick in to run? You know, to if they'll switch them back and forth, they probably won't. But every so often, there may be a play to surprise a team where they bring Kaepernick in on a series, you know, with these design runs, um, because he is he is fast, and as you said, he is a better runner than Gabbert. Though Gabbert held his own running last night. I mean, he had he had um, I think did he have more yards than Gurley or two yards less than Gurley? So yeah, yeah, it was close. It was very very close. Um, so I think that was good. And, and you brought up the offensive line. I certainly want to get back to Gabbard. But, I mean, we saw night and day difference on this offensive line. This, I mean, this it's unbelievable how different, and of course what a difference it makes on the field for the running back, for the quarterback, which is something we knew but didn't get to see. And I just found that really, really encouraging. Yeah, and, you know, Andrew Tiller held his own against arguably one of the best, you know, uh, defensive, you know, ends out there. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that was 
pretty positive, you know, considering, you know, you know, I, I really wanted, you know, a star offensive lineman. I wanted somebody at tackle. I wanted a big name draft pick there, you know, at one. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But the fact that they were able to subdue him is mm-hmm. a good sign. I, I think that all the entire line played well. And I think that it was really good to see again because, you know, at one point the 49ers were probably second to none in that area. So I I like that they're getting back to those things and getting back in the trenches. And um, it's, it's exciting to me. I mean, I'm probably getting my hopes up too much here, <laughs> but it was, it was finally good to see it again. Well, I think what was good to see, no matter how the season ends up and how many games they win, everybody did their job. And that, I think, is something that was really missing last year. Everyone was doing their job. As you said, the tight ends were blocking. The offensive line did really well against really two of, two great defensive ends um, to the point that one of them got real frustrated at the end and behaved like a fool, um, got himself ejected from the game. But that's how frustrated he was. Um, but I think... We really saw everybody step up and do their job. We saw it on the defense, saw it on the offense, and that was really, really good to see. I, you know, Sean Drone came in there yeah. and had some good runs, and and he looked good. Everybody looked good, but everybody did their job to make everybody else look good, and that's I think a big difference from last year. It's obviously a well coached, well conditioned team, and I think with this year, the be- the most we can hope for is improvement. This is not the most talented team in the NFL. But it's also not the worst team in the NFL. And I think we can see some improvement. And I know there are people who feel like, well, what's the point of going 8-8 eight and eight and not getting a high enough draft pick? But if you've got a team coming together and learning to play together and playing well and you can still draft well and sign some good free agents, I think that there is a point in going 8-8. Eight and eight. It's, it's not so demoralizing, which is important for a team too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that when you... I keep going back to this. I thought it was a little bit unrealistic when Jed York said that a Super Bowl is what's expected year in and year out, you know, and all that kind of thing. But I get what I think he was trying to say is he wants them to compete. He wants them to have, you know, a season where they're competitors. We had um, when we had Jim Trotter on. He was saying they have to be able to win in their division, and they didn't think that they could win in that against anybody in their division because mm-hmm. it, it's you know a little bit of the tougher you know heavier defensive divisions. So um, that being said, it's good to see them take a win against somebody in their division, and if they win those games, they're important enough where it does matter. And you know when you have teams you know if you get hot at the right time in the playoffs that's all you need so I think it's um you know I'm not going to totally blow off you know this season completely even if they are in a really rebuilding situation I think that there's always time and I think that if the 49ers um have that zest again I think that they could create something pretty special I do too, and they, you know, the other thing last night, um, well, first of all, I'd like to say you brought up, of course, wins in the division. They are currently the NFC West leading San Francisco 49ers, and I, for one, uh, in week one, would just like to enjoy that and, and really relish that because that's 
really awesome. That may not happen again this season. Um, so that's very good. But you know what they look like last night too that I think we haven't seen in a very long time is they look like they were actually having fun playing football. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it does seem different. I mean, the overall tone of the team seems different. I felt like last year people were playing for contracts, their own contract. I think they were just kind of going through the motions versus really getting, um, you know, into it as a team. And, you know, I have some, uh, you know, ideas of what sparked it, and I don't want to get too much into it, but, you know, a lot of writers who really know the 49ers well, who work with the team, go to every single practice, you know, the beat on the beat are, is saying there's something different since the Kaepernick protest. And I think that that's interesting because, you know, I'm not a sociology major, but whatever they can find to unify that team is a good thing. It's just a good thing. And, I, and I've been at a couple of practices and I was at training camp. Um, so that was before the Kaepernick protest, but I was at practice last week and I would agree that there does seem to be something different. Even if it's just the fact that they talk more and understand each other more, not to get super deep and mushy on it, but, but I think on a football team, chemistry obviously is super important on a baseball team. It really kind of doesn't matter, but on a football team, chemistry is important and knowing your teammates and understanding them, I think is an important thing. So I, I believe there has been, a difference. And like you said, the beat writers have been saying that. And I believe that's very true. Um, and I felt it last week when I was there, you can just see a difference and they're having fun. They're just, they're just having fun. I even looked at Jimmy Ward's Snapchat last night and he's just having fun <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that that translates onto the field. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Blaine Gabbert, and then I'd like to preview next week's game a little bit. But, um, you know, I think Blaine Gabbert came away with the win. I will say they did score in the red zone four times, which has not happened, I couldn't even tell you. Um, And as you said on Twitter last night, you couldn't remember the last time that they scored two touchdowns in the first half, and I certainly could not either. I think he... He didn't inspire a ton. He didn't have a spectacular night, but they won. And, you know, this may be the kind of model that if everything else around him is working, as long as he doesn't do anything to lose the game, you may not need him to win the game. Right. I mean, at this point, you know, I hate this term. I hate it. But the game manager term, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like as long as, you know, he basically manages it, you know, takes care of the ball, keeps it running. And I think as long as the defense does their job, that he's able to, you know, secure uh, enough points and to really listen to the coaches. I think he did his job. I mean, I think he absolutely, you know, was executing exactly what was told to him. You know, check your downs. You could almost see it. You, you know, I know a lot of people made a big deal about Kaepernick and his reads, but you could kind of see that a mile away. But he was doing it, and then he was – you know, executing, and that's really, he was taking advantage of the defense, um, you know, the Rams defense, and that's what you have to do. That's kind of just smart football. So I'm pleased with the win. I don't know where we're going to go from here, but I think um, I think he did a good job. There's no complaints for me. I, I think my only concern on Gabbard is against a better team. There were a couple passes that were almost interceptions that against a better team probably would be interceptions. And there were a few where he missed the mark so badly. 
I'm not even, in, I mean, I knew who he was throwing to, but I'm not sure that he saw the person there when he was throwing to him. There was that one pass to Curly, and there were a couple really low passes that I think if he could get the ball where it needs to be, um, I believe there was one to Torrey Smith that had he thrown it a little better, I think Torrey could have gone running down the field with it. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens there. But they won. They scored four times in the red zone, like I said, and that that was a big plus. Um, so now... On to Carolina, sorry to quote Bill Belichick, but on to Carolina and the Panthers, which will be a much tougher game. Um, but for me, what I'm looking for is I'd like to see the, the defense do well on the road. I'd like to see them continue to play well. It'll be harder. I don't, they probably can't play as well against the Panthers just because of the talent they're facing. Um, but if they play well and they compete in this game, I will consider it a big win. If they don't get beat by like 30 points, I'll yeah. consider it a, a big win to be, to be honest with you, because that to me is improvement. I mean, what this team needs to do is win the games they should win and maybe win a couple games they shouldn't and compete in the rest of them. And no matter what the record ends up being, I would consider that a successful season. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I think too, I mean, there's a little difference. I mean, I think that they're, coming off of a lot of momentum. I think they have a little bit of an advantage at that side. I know it's a short week, but I think momentum can be huge. And, I mean, you touched upon it, like chemistry and team. I mean, although I do think that it's very much needed in baseball and, and as much as it is in football, I think that it's especially true, and I think that they have to respect each other as players because it is a team sport. It's not something that they can do on their own. And the players that try to do it completely on their own aren't successful. The great teams are the ones that work together and enhance each other. And I think that's what they're doing. They're really hitting on their cylinders, or at least the one game I saw. <laughs> but it's like, I, you know, I liked it. That's what you have to go on. So let's yeah, go with the one game you saw. But even in the preseason, I think that things um, – looked better. I was at the San Diego game too. Um, I saw a lot of just tons of high fives, lots of um, just team unity. And it was really good to see. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they can build on the momentum that they have here. I'm not necessarily thinking they're going to win, but I don't think they're going to necessarily get blown out either. I mean, Carolina had some losses too. I mean, they lost, um, a very good offensive lineman. Um, they, you know, are going over a few things too. And, you know, it's not been as big of a hit as other teams, but I think that, um, I don't think they're totally impregnable. I think that you can beat good teams. And I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. Yes, I would agree with that. And so, so far I am very much on the Chip Kelly train. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a difference. I mean, that's choo choo, choo choo, all aboard for Chip. Yeah. <laughs> all aboard for Chip. Um, that's really really funny. Um, well, he's. I mean, he's got my attention, and it is. It's just such a difference. It is a night and day difference, and I. I don't want to harp on it because I'm not trying to dump on last year's staff because oh, no. it's I mean, over. But it's just like it's unbelievable to watch it. You're like this. Oh yeah, this is football. This is what it looks like. Right. And I think as 49ers fans, we've kind of been through a lot emotionally. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Any, like, bright spot, we're going to hone on. And I think that that's kind of what being a fan is all about. And that's why I think people 
understand where we're coming from as bloggers because they get it. They understand what fans do and it's what makes it fun. This is what makes it great. You know, that's, I mean, I just think that everyone kind of gets that part. Oh, absolutely. And that is the fun thing about being a fan, being able to go so excited about the highs and be so upset about the lows, but that's, that's (laughs) part of, you know, that's part of the deal. And, um, that's, that's not a, a bad thing. And I'm very happy to have this awesome week one win. And I, you know, I know a lot of people last night were like, well, don't forget last year, but this felt different. And last year, I'm sure now everybody will be like, well, of course it's easy to say that now. But last year, I think Minnesota lost that game maybe more than the 49ers wanted. Adrian Peterson had a terrible game. And, um, you know, it was just kind of I a weird don't night. Even know how they want it. I still don't even know how they want it. Like, oh, you know, the, no, no, you do know. Because you told me this, and I actually used it in my game preview video. They had nine months to prepare for that game. Oh, That's yeah, how they won that game. That's, I mean, that was they had nine months to prepare for this game, so they do, so so. Was, but this team just looked better. They looked they looked better. But um, you know, remains to be seen. But right now, we get to be excited about Week One. And anybody who's been saying, "Don't forget last year," I just keep saying, "Oh no, no! I get to enjoy this till Sunday." Okay, yeah. you just <laughs> let me enjoy this until Sunday, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, but you know, we'll see. I. Going into last night's game, I thought the 49ers were going to get destroyed on Sunday. I still don't think they're going to win, but I think they have the potential to at least compete in the game. I think that they, I think they can compete, and I think that you know, win is not completely out of the question at this point. But I will see, and we will, you know, I mean, we'll just hope for the best at this point. But I mean, I think that they've shown a lot of progress, and that's something that you know we. I've talked about that that's kind of all we wanted to see was some sort of progress some sort of you know improvement week after week and it was a giant improvement from the last game of the season to this game I think that all around um it was just better and I'm finally a little you know a little at ease um because it's like I said, it's been a hard um, year as a 49ers fan. So, or two years, three years, maybe since the Super Bowl. I think <laughs> since the, since the NFC Championship game in Dallas, it's been rough stuff, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of highs, but then really low lows as a fan. So, you know, it's it's good to see it, you know, getting better, and you know, we'll see going forward. We sure will. Well, we will be back next week talking about the Carolina game. Um, Steph, thank you so much for joining me as always. Of course. It was fun. It always is. It was very, very fun. Just like last night's fun win. It was very, very fun. Um, Well, everybody, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast here and to my YouTube channel, uh, 49ers Fangirl. You can follow me on Twitter, at 49ers Fangirl, and Steph, at SoCaliSteph. We will talk to you next time. Go Niners! Hey, go Niners!